Welcome to this episode, Money Sucks. I'm your host, Eric. Today I talked to Osho about saving money and eating right. So you eat right, save money. Eat a little less, you save more money. Eat right and feel great. Oh, I wanted to, so I want to talk to you about your your relationship with food. Um, when I, we worked together, well, when I worked for you, um, I remember you make fun of me because I'd go across the street and get my double cheeseburgers. And you had mm-hmm. lunch. You always had lunch at the store. You would have um, instant tea. You would just put it in water, stir it up. I don't think you put anything added. You didn't add anything to it. And then I'm sugar. trying to remember, did you have sugar with it? Yeah, a little sugar just to just to help the, the, the bite of the tea a little bit. Okay. And then what would you have for probably a sandwich, right? For supper? No, no, no. Well, I was thinking oh, well, during sandwich. lunch. Yeah, at the yeah, store. Yeah, probably some kind, of, some kind of sandwich, maybe a pork chop sandwich or something like that. Uh, oh, man, know, that sounds good. <laughs> right now, that <laughs> sounds really good. Yeah, well, you know, you get a pork chop and you cut off all the fat and everything. The meat's good for you, so it's not that bad. Yeah, we always brought homemade stuff. Yeah, we always brought homemade stuff to the to the trick shop, and and we would eat that mostly. Although we went over to the dugout quite a bit. Oh, you did. I did not see you do that. Or if you did, uh, you'd probably get like a hot dog, right? Yeah, a hot dog, or we would get the green pepper sandwiches. Eggs and pepper. Yeah, with eggs. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good too. I gotta make that one day. I'm very proud of myself. I had uh, uh, baby broccoli yesterday, mm-hmm. and it wasn't bad. Mm. It's not like regular broccoli. Regular broccoli, I don't care for, but it was tender, you know, because you you know you steam it or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, it's almost like a, the, um, the the texture of a um, green bean. It was not bad with a little salt. I didn't even put any butter on mm. it. I didn't need it. Well, you know what I had on the side though, a steak. Ice cream. Oh, a what? A steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, a steak isn't too bad for you neither. If you trim all the fat off, I mean, you know, a steak is is pretty good. Uh, it's got a lot of protein and it's great. And you grill it and get rid of the fat. And it really depends on how much of it you eat. You know, I've been cutting down. Maybe I've been cutting a third of my portions out, and I lost fifteen pounds. So uh, I'm doing pretty good with that. Is Part that of it right? Was I got, okay. Yeah. I got I got sick and I lost some of the weight because I didn't feel like eating, but I've been keeping it off. I I weigh every day, and if I'm a little bit heavy one day, I know the next day to cut down on my food. I would eat until I sort of got full, and now I don't do that. If I'm full, I say, "Hey, I ate too much today." I I go the other way. I would eat too much till I till I hurt myself basically because <laughs> I just ate so much, and that that is now gone away, and I don't need to. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a joke about that. I would do it. I'd have to eat really fast before I got sick, get it all down before I got sick. In other <laughs> words, you know, eat four ice cream cones before you get sick, and then you have to eat the four, you wait a couple of minutes, and you start to get sick. But get it all down before you get sick. Good idea. Do you remember a place called Farrell's Ice Cream Shop? No. They had something called the pig trough. And I don't know, it was like uh, nine scoops of ice cream. And then if you ate it all, you got a you know a little sticker. <laughs> and, you uh-huh. know, you're making yourself sick for a sticker. Here you are on, on your uh, property. You're kind of in rural Midwestern America. And uh, you have to uh, go to the store, get food. How do, you, how do you keep your food? Uh, first of all, I know you probably uh, 
buy very carefully. How do you buy your food? We, we usually go to Sam's Club to buy in bulk. And then when we buy in bulk, she finds to be a lot cheaper. And then once in a while, if we run out a little item or whatever, we go to the local food store in, in town here. It, it's a smaller grocery store, but it, it has everything and it has really good food in it, but nothing is in bulk. How do you get stuff that, that's fresh? I know you buy in bulk and you probably only go there, what, once once a month, once uh, every two weeks? Probably, again, Harry, probably every two weeks or when we start to run low, it, it depends on how much of something that she buys. Like she might buy a lot of toilet paper one time and then she'd be low on maybe chicken. So she'll go back and buy a bunch of chicken. And uh, so I, I don't know what her schedule is, but she's doing a real good job with it. And, and then fresh fruit we can get at and, and vegetables. We can get at Burkhart's in town here. They got really good fresh. It's a really good store. Everything is really fresh there if we want something like that. And uh, like fresh stuff won't stay fresh if you buy it at, at uh, Sam's and wait two or three weeks before you, you, you know, you go again. Right, right. What about uh, growing your own food? You have a lot of land there. Do you grow anything? Yeah, it grows quite a bit. Uh, radishes, cucumbers, peppers, tomatoes. Uh, I, I don't know what else she grows. Uh, we have a, a neighbor that, that oh, cucumbers. I don't know if I mentioned that. But, yeah, we can grow all, all of those staples. Uh, we have a bird feeder out there, too, and this is slightly gross, but the bird, we put our cantaloupe seeds and things left over, and the birds put them down in the ground. And once in a while, we'll get fresh cantaloupes growing, which is really nice. They are really, really good. <laughs> I like that. How about, uh, just out of curiosity, I heard that zucchini is real easy to grow. Do you grow any zucchini? Yeah. Zucchini yes. Very yeah. I have zucchini bread. I I take the zucchini. Well, I give a lot away. <laughs> but I, I grate two cups of zucchini, and I freeze it. So if I want zucchini bread, I just grab my container of zucchini, and it's, you know, fairly fresh. Good to go. Yeah. Uh, we also have a couple farmer's markets in town, uh, which has fresh uh, food because we got the farms around here and, and some of the people and especially the, the uh, children will collect some stuff in their family and then come out and sell it at the farmer's market and the kids make the money of course and then at the local post office if a farm or somebody has an excess of whatever they have they'll leave it out just outside the post office and people can take whatever they want uh, of fresh fr fruit and vegetables and things like that. So that, it works out really nice with that. That's nice. Where we're at, um, citrus, you know, you get a lot of citrus and these trees just grow a, an abundance of citrus. So a lot of times you'll either get lemons or grapefruit or, you know, oranges, uh, like the same way. They leave them somewhere and you can free for the picking. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we were down in Florida, there were quite a few homes that had grapefruit trees or different kinds of, you know, orange in that. Yes. And the people didn't want to keep them up or pick them or anything, so they, they would let us come over and take their grapefruit or pick their grapefruit or oranges or whatever just to get rid of them because when the grapefruit falls on the ground, it makes a big mess when they when they deteriorate. Yeah. So um, I want to ask you, you know, through the years of your diet and your diet change, um, I know you've been, been on special diets uh, a little while ago. Are you off those special diets now and kind of do what you want? You know, this is very interesting. I've never been on a special diet because, uh, for whatever reason, I don't believe in them. Uh, I, I just cut down on my regular foods 
maybe cut a third off of what I'm eating. Like if I have pork chops instead of eating two, I'll just have one. And uh, if I have ice cream, which is, you know, supposedly not good for you, instead of having uh, two scoops in there, I'll have maybe two thirds of a scoop or something like that. It's sort of like your car. Uh, you put gasoline in it and you drive it, it runs out of gasoline, you put more in. If you put more gasoline in your car than the car can hold, then you're going to have a runover. Well, the body is the same way. If we use up so much energy and then we have to use put more energy in our body in the form of food, if you put more food in your body than you use up, you're going to have an excess, and in our body that excess is turned into fat. So it's just a matter of how much you put in your body. Uh, not a whole lot of what kind you put in your body because our body is pretty good at that. Of course, if you put good food in your body all the time, you're, you're doing really good. But how long can you go on Brussels sprouts or, you know, these, these diets uh, that, that they have? Just eat regular food, but less of it. Yeah, I'm with you there. I hate um, where you have to eat something that you don't like. And unless you find... Well, something that you, you, you don't like, but you find a way to like it. Like I never eat, oh, yeah, I have never eaten uh, vegetables as a kid. I mean, I just that. And I, what it was was I didn't like the way they were prepared. Um, I've got this recipe. It's called colorful hash browns. And you do it in the oven. You peel the potatoes. You peel the carrots. You peel celery. Peel you cut up celery. Put it in the oven uh, with a little olive oil. You roast it. And you put it in a pan, put some garlic in there, some onions. And then I got a rosemary bush in the front of the house. Put a little rosemary on there. I love it. Yeah. Now, if you eat too much of that, you're going to get fat also. So because you of the be, starch, right? Because the calories, right. Oh, the calories, it's yeah. All, yeah, it all gets down to calories. If uh, if you eat more calories than you burn up. Uh, in, in fact, back to you, you're so energetic when you do your shows and everything. You know, you sweat and all that. You're using up a lot of calories. So I'm surprised that you can you can lose weight now because you're not using up as many calories as you use when you're doing shows. You're so right. I thought of that only once during this whole time, and I'm like, you know, when I get back out there, this is going to be a good thing. You know, unless I go crazy, oh, yeah. of course. You know, because yeah. <laughs> my you know my my little my little uh, ritual. You know, I did a good show. You know what? I yeah, deserve you, a treat. I'm going to go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? You can always get your, your double cheeseburgers whenever you want. But, you know, uh, it's not bad to, you know. Uh, splurge uh, once in a while? Yeah, splurge once in a while. Or go off or you know, eat something that's not supposed to be good for you, but whine it every so right. often. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and, and you don't, don't do it every day. Like you took us down to that hamburger and french fried place when we were down there last time. And they had those real greasy hamburgers and French fries, and that was really good. But then you have to cut down the next couple of days to make up for it. <laughs> yeah. But if you have it every day and you have your double cheeseburgers every day, uh, that's not good for you. So you're going to, you know, lose your health after a while. It, it, it's sort of like smoking. Smoking doesn't hurt you too much that one day, but if you did it for 20 years or 40 years, it's going to really cut down on your life expectancy. Yeah. What's your favorite dish? Ice cream. <laughs> really that's kind of a dessert what about what's your favorite let's say dinner i don't have a favorite i can't think of anything can you think of anything like, steak like steak is good when i eat it chicken is good when i eat it uh i already know the bacon. chops what about bacon i i've uh i've cut out bacon for the last 20 years i just don't think it's that good for you and and uh it does taste good, but it's not worth, you know, the uh, uh, the, the bad bad in it. 
being processed and all that. Would you like the meatloaf? The meatloaf was pretty good, but I'd rather have steak. But, okay, so you know. from the, I made a meatloaf, and I made the ground beef and turkey. And then, of course, I put all my ingredients in it. And then from there, I make stuffed cabbage. So it's just, oh, and I put some cooked rice also in it. So I could make meatloaf, stuffed cabbage, and kawumkis. And so that's what I did. I, I bought a head of cabbage, I, and I made maybe two dozen kawumkis, and I made three um, green peppers, stuffed green peppers. And then I freeze them in portions, mainly the meat eater. I eat, I eat the meat too, but not as much as him. So then I freeze it in portions and I tag it. So I don't have to cook so much all the time. I just take a freezer and boom, add my veggie and potato. <laughs> all right, you go. two. If, if I, if I uh, gave you a way to make uh, noodles out of zucchini, otherwise known as zoodles, Yes. Would you guys be interested in something like that? Oh, yeah. I'm, I've made them. In fact, Brittany came over, and she had that little, mm, it's a little slicer that slices them up like zucchini noodles, like noodles, and they were delicious. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that a lot. I enjoyed yeah. that a lot. In fact, I got the little thing, too, for, I do a lot of um, inventing. I just make a dish, just oh, throw this in there and that. Oh, some of the. Things are so yummy. <laughs> but. Getting back to your question, what is my favorite food? I think my favorite food food is a variety. If I have steak every day, I'll get tired of steak. If I have chicken every day, I get tired of chicken. If I have too much ice cream every day, I'll get tired of ice cream. Okay. And yeah. uh, so I, I think the variety is, is the key to, to that. And if you have a variety, I, I think you can probably eat less too because... Uh, it, it, it satisfies you better. You're not having the same food every single day. Yeah, so I take, like, beef one day, pork, chicken, and I mix it up, spaghetti, fish, and then I kind of have to make my own invention and then go back around and make something else different with the chicken. So, yeah, and okay. we have this air fryer now, so we're eating less fat when I make my French fries. Very good. Um, on that note, uh, I want to go the other way. You just mentioned vegetables, which you're right there with me. Maybe that's why we kind of uh, got a relation. I think you might have said that when we first met. Yeah. I'm like, I like this guy. He don't like vegetables either. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, what do you mean you don't like vegetables? Well, sort of like you. I, I was never raised with vegetables. All we had was potatoes and a little bit of meat. And uh, we never had any once in a while. We'd go out and buy some corn because that was cheap, corn on a cob. Yeah. I, I really can't remember, and I was never forced to eat vegetables. I remember crying one time when I was a kid because <laughs> they wanted me to eat my peas, and I, I threw a fit. I was an only child, and uh, I got away with a whole lot. So I, I never had to eat vegetables, and vegetables was a uh, a luxury back, back then. You, you would just have, you know, your little bit of meat, and we didn't have, like, the steaks. We'd have the pot roast with the... Uh, uh, the the other you know the the cheaper cuts of meat and we never have a pork chop we'd have a, a pork steak they called it back then I think and and uh, different kinds like that mock chicken legs I don't know if you ever heard of that pork no. beef and veal 
pork beef and veal ground up, mixed together, and they would make it look like a chicken leg in a form of chicken leg, put a stick in it, bread it, and, and that, that was pretty good. That was a fake. <laughs> yeah, uh, it does sound pretty fake. good. Yeah, but it, it's, it, it, it was it is really good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we wouldn't have butter. We'd have margarine, and they had a coloring. We'd get a package of margarine, like in a plastic bag, and it would be a bubble or, or, or a little a little thing to fill the, the dye, and you break the dye, and then you you knead all the margarine until it looked like butter, and so that, that was a fakie on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't have too much milk. We drank water all the time. Yeah, we, trying to think. we drank. Well, no, we did the opposite. We drank milk all the time. But the problem with the milk all the time was um, when we got soda, it was a treat. So I became a fiend with, you know, soda because I couldn't uh-huh. have it as a kid. So when I was old enough to buy it myself, I did. And that has not stopped to this well just before the quarantine. And I've slowed down. I have not stopped. I've tried to. Uh, it's down to a trickle. But um, I know that's a good way to lose weight is get away mm-hmm. from the sugary yeah. drinks. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped drinking pop. I just I'm back to water now. I, I was in the iced tea and uh, and I stopped that for whatever. You put a lot of sugar in it to make it taste good, mm-hmm. so I didn't think that was too good. And then, yeah, if mm-hmm. you fill up on water, uh, you won't eat as much also because your stomach is full. Once your stomach gets full, you can stop eating, mm-hmm. or no one it is going to get full and, and stop eating just before then. And another thing that helped me in my diet, uh, psychological. Before, when I was eating a whole lot and I got hungry, it would it would bother me. I'm hungry. This isn't good. And I'd have to get, get something neat, you know, a candy bar or something. Now, when I get hungry, it's a psychological feeling. Wow, this is great. I'm losing weight. So, so the hunger feeling became positive instead of negative. And it's getting back to the psychology, the physiology of your brain and your body. And so if you can change your attitude around, Instead of saying, hey, I'm hungry and this isn't good, say, I'm hungry, this is great. And uh, you you lose a lot of weight that way, too. I can remember trying to get hungry, or when I did get hungry, I'd go get a big glass or two glasses of water, and that would fill me up temporarily, of course. But it would fill me up. I didn't have to eat food with calories. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I heard some tricks because uh, if you're a soda drinker, if you put some like, let's say you put uh, some kind of flavoring, let's say, you know, lemon or whatever it is uh, in in a uh, glass and then you uh, add uh, the sparkling water you know, with, the, with bubbles because you, maybe you're just mm-hmm. missing the bubbles. That's a good way to wean yourself off. So you start with that. And even if you put a little sugar, well, if you put sugar in it, I think the bubbles kind of go away real quick. But if you do a little lemon or whatever, you know, I'm just making flavors right, up or yeah. whatever. It's flavored somehow. And then do the bubbles, and then you kind of have that sort of feel. It's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. Once in a while, I'll I'll, I'll crave a soda, uh, and especially if I eat, I'm eating something like pizza, because in my mind, pizza doesn't go with water. Pizza goes with pop. Oh, me too. Kind of, yes. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. you're preaching to the choir, brother. Yeah, yeah. And uh, beer, I don't drink any beer. I might have uh, half a glass of beer a month or. Or whatever, right. so I, I social. I'm not into that at all. Yeah, it's uh, I don't like the taste of beer, and uh, I didn't have my first drink until I was about thirty. Wow. Was, uh, yeah, and because I I uh, grew up in an alcoholic family, and I saw what alcohol could do to you, and I was scared of that. Sure. So I I didn't have my drink until about thirty, and then I I was lucky. I found out I didn't like the taste of liquor, any mm-hmm. kind of liquor at all. In fact, I hate champagne and wine. 
I, I can't even stand the smell of it. And uh, people would invite me over, you know, yeah. oh, we're going to have a lot uh-huh. of wine. wine. Yeah, we're the yeah. same way. No, 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 thank you. You got yeah. cheese? Yeah. You got cheese there? Maybe we'll have some cheese. I'll have a water, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, have some cheese. You got the crackers yeah. and, and the meat? Well, then, then, then we'll come over. <laughs> and the big soup person, she just oh. loves soup and likes to eat soup, but I love making soup. I'll create some awesome soups, and it's like, wow. Yeah, and I'll, I'll write them down, too. Lately, I'll write the, what I put in my soup. That, I, that's great. Done. Oh, wow, that's it's great. It's always different. It is always different because, well, for me, it's always different because I don't write it down. And I'm one of those that kind of goes a little here, a little there. And then, oh, what, we got this in the fridge? I'll try a little potato. Although I did one thing wrong. I did too many starches. I did potatoes and I did uh, chicken, but then I did uh, noodles as well. That's too much starch. So the the whole thing turned into like a goulash because it was it was just too much starch and not enough liquid so that didn't come out too well but uh yeah i just discovered soups myself just the past few months i never did it and i used to go soup why would i do that when i can have a a double cheeseburger but um Mm -hmm. soup is very good i mean and like you said it's always different Uh, a lot of fun i'm enjoying that and you know what it is about soup part of it is the the herbs you put in there the how you Mm -hmm. doctor it up and that's the same with foods too I didn't know that as a kid, you know, the, it's it's not so much the uh, the food itself. It's what you do to it with the herbs and spices. Like, look at KFC. I mean, yum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a bad it's example because that's still bad food. But I'm just saying you can make yeah, but, yeah. food you don't care for. You can really enjoy it. Yeah. In fact, I bought a bunch of herbs from my garden. I have a herb planter. So I put like four or five different herbs in it and have fresh herbs on my salad or in my creative pots that I make with veggies, a lot of veggies. <laughs> you know, a long, long time ago, I don't, I don't know, a long time ago, but it was a long time ago for me because a long time ago is just still part of my life. I was thinking about presidents and rich people and, and people of upper class and all of that. They have to eat beef and veal and pork and chicken and that's pretty much what I eat, beef, veal, pork, and chicken. So I'm eating as, as well as them or as good as them. But then what you're talking about here is that they can spice it up, they can change it up and make it taste way different. But like you're saying, if you can put all the herbs and spices and make it look, you know, make it taste different or good, then, then you got a good thing going for you. Yeah, you really do. If, if you can make it taste good for you, then you'll eat it, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And I have another thing. I, I This is probably a theory, but I, I believe it happens with me. If I want to lose weight, I just tell myself, you're going to lose weight, Bill. And for some whatever reason, I automatically lose weight. I don't have to do anything special. I don't know whether I, I eat less or my, my metabolism changes because my subconscious tells it to or a combination of both. But I, I can just will myself to lose weight if I want to. And, uh, of course, a lot of times I don't want to because I, I, I crave these different things, so I eat them. But I can just say, hey, it's time to lose some weight, and then I'll, I'll lose weight. I've done that two or three times. I used to weigh 170, and so I'm down to one. Well, on my scale, I'm 125, but I don't know how accurate that is. At the doctor's office, I'm 145. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, I want to. When you say you tell yourself, I'm guessing you just tell yourself in your mind. 
Well, it, it's a process that you have to go through. It's a learning process. It's a psychological thing that you have to learn and believe in. And once you take the courses or read a book or get into self-hypnotism, you can change your thinking, you can change your mind, you can change your body. And as you know and as you heard, they, they have theories now that we, we, we do not make a choice. Our choice is already made for us before we wake up almost, like, like if we're going to eat something for breakfast or whatever, you don't have a choice. And it sounds silly, but I found out that it's sort of true. And so once your, your mind and your body believes these theories, your mind and your body follows them, and it's, it's, a, it's a mind thing, Eric, that you learn and you have to go through. And I've been hypnotizing people for over 40 years, and I've been hypnotizing myself all this time, too. So it's a thing that, that I tell my brain, and my brain doesn't know any better. It believes what I tell it, the subconscious part of my brain, and it takes over for me. And I don't have to do anything. It just runs my life. All right, we have to talk. Okay, I'm going to tell you my story. Uh, 2.23, I'm topping out at uh, this pandemic hits. I'm a little ticked off uh, because I'm losing all these gigs. Uh, just eating, I don't know if I was eating normal. No, I think I started eating a little less because, you know, it's like, oh, man. So I wasn't feeling great about it. But anyway, um, losing a little bit of weight. Now I'm consciously thinking about losing that weight. Um, I'm now down to the, you know, to uh, 13, which I've been at before. In fact, 215 was pretty good for me. I would feel pretty good at 215, but I want to go lower. So I'm 213. Now I'm scared because I don't want to lose this. So tell me your technique or tell me the technique I should use to get that in my brain to keep on going. What do I need to do? Well, that is, uh, again, everybody's different. That's a tough one. I think somehow you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in your goals. Make your goals, believe in them, and tell yourself you're going to be better at this goal and you feel better about yourself. You deserve it. You should do it. It's, and I hate to say this, it's almost like a religion in a way. It's something that you believe in, uh, although you can't see it, feel it, or touch it, but it's all in your mind and your, your mind takes over. Keep on telling yourself that you're going to do this and this might sound silly too, but you have to talk to your subconscious because your subconscious runs your life. And, and once you tell your subconscious to do these things, your subconscious will do it. You should probably get a book on self-hypnotism and, and work with that. I hypnotized myself a long, long time ago. If I had to do a certain chore that I didn't want to do, I would count up to three and I had to do it. And that that even works for me now. Sometimes I can sneak around it, but if I don't want to do something, whatever it may be, I count up to three and I have to do it. It's just something that I have to do. And if I don't do it right away, it, it bothers me. It works on me. And then, okay, I'll go do it. You know, I tell that to myself and, and I do it. Okay, so I took a hypnotism class too, and that's the same thing I did. I had to, I would count to three. I uh, was definitely afraid of water. I almost drowned as a kid. My father had to come and save me. So my when I took my class, I said, okay, I'm going to learn how to swim. I'm going to get more confident. I'm going to quit smoking. I was smoking for about 15 years and um, lose weight because I had my 
children and and still my baby fat. <laughs> so I went to my class and they said the same thing. So you put your mind into this thinking and that is what you that's your subconscious. That's what you have to do. Your mind makes you do it. It's the weirdest thing. So I'm I went to the pool and I said, Okay, I'm gonna go off the high diving board. Never did it before in my life. Scared to death of water. And and I told the lifeguard I couldn't swim, and he said, okay, I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. So I, I said, you know, I, everybody was passing me by. I go, one, next kid, okay, go jump. I'm going to wait here for a little bit. Two, the next kid, you know, I kept bringing the kids. Oh, you go first, you go first. Finally, I got to three, and I had to do it. I just jumped in, and it was like, what was I so worried about? You know, I got, I in fact, I lost my bathing cap. I had to go swim and get my bathing cap. It was the neatest thing. So, yeah, you that's what I did, too, the one, two, three method. Sounds so. great. It almost sounds like, uh, you know, with when your mom would do that, it's almost like, you know, you, you better get here. you got till three. <laughs> one, two. Yeah. Never, I never hear the three usually, but, yeah, one, two, and then they come. Uh, so there's something to that. That's very interesting. Yeah. Once again, yeah. guys, do you think that's audible or, or in your mind you can do that? Oh, I do it in my mind. I don't, you know, sometimes if I'm all by myself or something, I might talk, but I don't remember talking. It's usually in my mind. Another example, for we're at a pool, of a private pool, and she was swimming a little bit on her back in, in the shallow water. Well, she got turned around, and she was swimming towards the deep water. And I, oh, well, I'll let her go there. I'm standing on the side. She got into deep water, and I said, you're, you're in over your head now in the water. And that just made her panic, and she almost drowned. I had to go get her. But uh, it, it was her mind that 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 yeah. scared her. You know, she was swimming good; everything was great. But her her subconscious said, "Hey, you're you're in danger now. You know, don't don't go here. You got to get out of here." And so I strongly suggest go to the library, get some self hypnotism books, and get get some newer ones. There's a lot of older ones, and the older ones are good too because they get right into the self hypnotism. They they don't get into the sidetracks on some of the stuff. Yeah, so I smoked for 15 years, and I remember this one time I actually had an um, infection around my lungs because I was swimming in a man-made pond, and I got an infection around my lungs, little pinholes around my lungs. And so I did quit smoking for a while, but then after I got better, of course, I went to smoking again. So when I took my hypnotism class, that was actually my number one thing I wanted to do. And so... After my class, I don't know, four weeks, six weeks, whatever it was, it was over, and my mind had already made me decide that that was all. I'm not going to smoke anymore, and I haven't smoked since. So that was. Wow, that's that, that is neat stuff. That uh, uh, so it works. I, I guess it works. You might have to re-up it. Is that what I'm thinking? Like, it's not like one-time fix-all, but if if you find yourself slipping, you you redo it. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, yeah, it, it's like anything. If you find yourself slipping, you can redo it, or you can do it every day to keep it strong. Or you you, you have to believe in it, number one. Uh, so that's the thing. Once you believe in it, it'll work for you because it, it's the truth. There there are two minds: the subconscious and in your regular conscious. Uh, and uh oh yeah you could turn it all around i don't know i'm not gonna yeah 
crazy. So you could turn it all around and go the other way for sure. Your mind is a powerful thing. I couldn't believe it. We had this lady lay down on the floor and there was only one, two, three, four, maybe six of us around her on the floor. Each of us had two fingers underneath her. So that was one at the head, one at the foot, and two at each side of her. And she was, the instructor hypnotized her, and she was way relaxed. And, okay, she is, she's going to just be relaxed or relaxed, and, and he's okay. So we're going to, at the count of three, lift, lift her up, and she's going to go up on her own. And, you know, she was way, she was really into it. So we actually lifted her as he was talking to her, and we, and she was so relaxed, we all just lifted her a couple inches, and then that was it. And then, you know, she came back down, but because she probably freaked out, it was amazing. That was, the, I've never, ever experienced it. I've never seen it, ever. If he would have told me that would happen, no, no, no. <laughs> but that's how relaxed she was. It was it was amazing, amazing. That sounds amazing. So we've yeah. got uh, two things that are a uh, money suck. It's uh, food and it is um, smoking, uh, two things that you can get rid of one. You can't get rid of the other. But when it comes to food, to avoid a money suck, what would your uh, suggestions be? Well, one would be to, to grow some of your own produce if you can. That would be number one. Number two, if you can't do that, try to buy in bulk and get a freezer. And I'm lucky. I used to be a meat cutter, so we can buy whole chickens and whole uh, legs of lamb and, and beef and all that. And I can cut it up into different different things and, and uh, cut up the chicken and put that in different parts and can take it away. So grow your own food, buy in bulk, and don't eat out, don't eat out mm -hmm. of course, and and freeze the food, food will freeze for a real, real long time. And if you just eat half of what you normally eat, you'll lose weight and you won't cost as much. Sometimes when I go into the store and a gentleman buys a whole 12-inch Subway sandwich, I'm, I'm amazed that he can eat it. Or I go to McDonald's once in a while, I haven't done for a while, but I go there and someone buys two or three Big Macs and a big order of fries and a, and a Coke, I think, oh, my goodness, how can you eat all of that? Because after a while, your body will become accustomed to not having as much food. Instead of wasting it in, in your waist or sweating it all out, it'll use up the little bit that you put in there completely instead of wasting it somehow through bodily functions. And enjoy what you have. Take your time eating. Eat slow. Eat good food. Drink water. Drink water. Mm -hmm. And those are the things. Yeah, it sounds common sense, but yet we uh, we have a rough time with it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do all those. I'm doing all those now. The only thing that I'm gonna do different, I am gonna try to find out uh, how to hit my myself a little bit, uh, put some kind of mantra in my mind, and uh, kind of keep that going. Because I think I think I will. I think it's gonna keep on going. I guess especially during this quarantine because uh, it's kind of easier now. You know what I mean? Uh, and when you get off, uh -huh. it might be a little bit harder. But uh, I like that, and I think. 
Uh, yeah, your portions control is so important. I find myself doing that. Like, all right, you're not supposed to eat late night, but every so often, I mean, when I stay up late, I stay up really late, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, sometimes in the morning, and around, you know, whatever, just after midnight, you want something. So, you know that guy with the 12-inch sandwich? That would be me in the old days. I talked to Osho about saving money and losing weight. I mean, why not lose weight while you're saving money? You eat less, you you save that money. Not only are you saving the money on the food that you eat, but you also make yourself healthier, which is going to save money down the long run. And you're not going to need medications. You're going to be healthy. You're going to live life to its fullest. And then that's great. You like pork chops. You like steaks. That's fine. Just have smaller portions. Uh, Osho, cool. that's what he agrees on. That's what he thinks we should do. Uh, grow uh-huh. your own if you can. If you can't, you know, check around and see what people are giving away. Sometimes people give stuff away. We talked about um, stuff that you get in your area and stuff that I get in my area. Oh, I love that. And then the next one, we had a little discussion, very short, but about bacon. And you say no to bacon. (laughs) I'm going to change that vote for myself. I'm going to say yes to bacon. Now, I am trying to lose weight, so I did not get bacon for a while. But I like it every so often. And like Osho says, if you eat it all the time, you get tired of it. And Bacon, to me, is the candy of meat. I love bacon, but if I eat it too much, I do get tired of it. Uh, herbs, herbs, herbs. Make sure you put herbs on your food because that will make it taste better. Uh, just just experiment at home. Try your best to do what you can. If you do garlic, garlic's a good thing, and garlic actually is an uh, uh, immune system builder, so that's always a good thing to have at this time of uh, with this pandemic. Uh, if it tastes good, you'll eat it. And I, when you said that, it was so strong. I mean, it struck such a chord. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to go on a diet and go, well, you're just going to eat this, you know, these sticks. I hate uh, protein bars. I don't eat them. I, they don't taste good to me. I'm not going to eat them. I'm going to do something else. And if I have protein bars, I'm going to eat, uh, you know, something bad, a double cheeseburger, that would be bad. I go quit smoking is a question mark. Well, it'll save you a whole lot of money and your health down the line will be better. Amazing things you can do with your mind control. Um, I believe that Osho has done something to me because I do not have the desire to eat like I used to. And I think he did that uh, to me on this episode. So we'll see uh, how that runs <laughs> runs its course. Also, fun water. Water's cool, but I like, um, and drinking water it will save you uh, by calories. So I'm not a big water drinker, but if it's fun water, in other words, I put ice cubes in it, I put some lemon, mix it up, maybe every so often I'll put a little sweetener in there. Uh, granted, it's not water anymore, but it's like just, to, if you drink that water, it's the best thing. So if you have to add a little something to it, that's fine. Same with salads. As long as you start eating salads, start, you know, put a lot of dressing on there. Whatever it takes to, to eat it. In fact, I like the garbage salad at this one restaurant, and that's how I got into salads. And what's this garbage? Well, they put eggs in there and, and all this lunch meat and it's and cheese, and it started me eating salads. And I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. Well, then you kind of wane off all the bad stuff and you eat the good stuff, and all of a sudden you're in a good way. And then, of course, uh, oh, the 12-inch sandwich. Yes, I could do that uh, easily, but I don't do that anymore. And I just uh, just get a little small thing. And I did a half sandwich last night. I was uh, it was late night, and I thought I gotta eat something. So I went and did that, and uh, I felt pretty good. And I still am in my fighting way, and I think I'm still losing. So yay! This has been Money Sucks. Hold on to that money. I've been your host, Eric. I want to thank Osho for being my 
co-host and bringing out his muse, Sunshine. Also want to thank Terry Finnegan for playing that great guitar. <laughs> 